What's up, guys? This is Box Office Brunch. We're your hosts. I'm Rita. And I'm David. And today we're talking about Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. The 2001 with Jim Carrey. Yes. The one that came out in 2000, not the 2001 one. Or the 2018 one. <laughs> with Benedict Cumberpatch. Oh, I didn't. I literally didn't even pay attention to this one. I didn't even know until researching this one that there was a new one. Yes, but we're talking about that one, and we—I don't know if this counts as brunch. We got cream puffs. I almost said cheese puffs. <laughs> we got cheese puffs. We got cream puffs and boba. Mm-hmm. And the cream puffs were crunchy. Yeah, the creme brulee one was good. I like that one. Yeah, it was this place called Beard Papa's, and the original one opened in Japan in 1999. Mm-hmm. And you pick your shell, so they have all different kinds of shell flavors, and then you pick your filling. Yeah. So we got an Oreo one and a creme brulee, a s'mores, and a honey and butter one. Mm-hmm. We are vanilla people, so we got... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Not that kind of vanilla, perverts. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not that kind of vanilla. <laughs> yeah. So we got that. And then Lolly Cup, our favorite boba place. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm. So if you hear us yeah, we've had a our lot, throats. We've had a lot of dairy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when I was in choir in high school, uh-huh. they used to tell us not to eat dairy before concerts because yeah. it causes a lot of phlegm. 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 All right. Well, get your shit. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I hear? I know him. Son Welcome, Christmas. Bring your cheer. All right. So, I saw two release dates for this movie. So there's an LA specific yeah. release date. Uh, that's a pretty common thing I've seen that it's released like earlier in certain regions. Like Crazy Rich Asians we talked about was released in China first. Mm-hmm. Well, it was released in the United States on November 17th, 2000. Mm-hmm. I thought the budget and the box office were kind of cool. <laughs> Because <laughs> the budget was 123 million, opening weekend it made 55 million, and then the total box office was 345.1. One, so, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. The only competition I saw for this one was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called The Sixth Day, which is kind of cool. It's about like cloning and stuff. It also I was reading that it was the sixth highest grossing film of 2000 and it was originally the second highest grossing holiday film of all time behind home alone yeah i put that on here because that was on the wikipedia page so for those people who say home alone's not a christmas movie it is it is actually that would be fun if you guys could write in and tell us if you think do you think die hard is home alone and die hard do you think they're christmas movies but both films were surpassed in 2018 by the third film adaptation of the story. Yeah, it held the highest 
It held the record for the highest opening weekend for a Christmas movie for 18 years until The Grinch in 2018, which passed it with $67.6 million. Wow. Which I think that could probably just be attributed to inflation. Yeah. Because 18 years is a long time, and it didn't surpass it by an insane amount. And honestly, this is one of my favorite holiday movies to watch. This version specifically, too. Yeah. It's just... This is Jim Carrey at his best. Like This was his peak, and he is the reason that this movie is what it is. It's so good. Yeah, because then, you know, they tried to do The Cat in the Hat with Michael Myers, and it wasn't as good. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh. Michael, I mean Mike Myers. (laughs) Michael Myers is different. Yeah. uh, That probably would not have made a good Cat in the Hat movie. (laughs) (laughs) It just wasn't as good, because I think they were trying, after this film, they tried to say... Oh, let's have comedians play these. Yeah, we can put a a comedian lead in a Dr. Seuss movie and it's just going to blow it out of the water because this one did so well. But I think that this was just like Jim Carrey being really in his element and it just happened to work out really well. Yeah, it there really isn't a lot of meat to this plot. Yeah, I was just telling Rita before we started recording that this movie is essentially like a 20 page kids picture book stretched into a 90 minute movie and so probably 45 minutes of it or so is just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey and I had to search harder than I thought I would to find that the majority of his stuff was ad-libbed like I'm not surprised at all Mm -hmm. I kind of expected that it was just surprising that it wasn't like higher on the like it wasn't easier to find I know this movie by heart (laughs) I can quote it well, let's hear it then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, so it starts in a in a s- snowflake. It's Whoville. It right. Is a anyone not familiar with Dr. Seuss books? Because I don't know if they're still popular with kids now. They were everywhere when I when we I were think kids. Dr. Seuss just got canceled, actually. Oh, probably because for a few of his books. Yeah. Not being with the times. Not aging very well. But this one's good. Yeah, I mean, they're they're all very, like, fanciful and rhyming and stuff. And so this movie starts in Whoville, which exists in a snowflake. Yes. Like the one on your sleeve. Like the one on your sleeve. And this movie is narrated by Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Which I thought was really funny. And Zach said, I don't know who Anthony Hopkins is. And I said, Hannibal Lecter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. He also... Sir. He also recorded all of his narration for this movie in one day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, so it starts off with the narrator explaining how the Who's who live in Whoville love Christmas the most. They love it so much. And the Grinch who lived just outside of Whoville on Mount Crumpet did not. Right. And you see these teenagers like going up Mount Crumpet and they're joking around and it's two guys and two girls and they're like you're afraid of the Grinch and they find his door and the girls are daring the boys to go up and knock on the door but before they have a chance he <laughs> he activates this I don't know door dragon or something it's Max yeah but it's what's the creature supposed to be like a big scary Grinch yeah scarier Grinch I don't know that they needed like a he needed like a big 
fake scary Grinch because later on in the movie he seems they seem to be plenty scared of him. <laughs> I know. So he scares the shit out of these kids and they go running down the mountain. And it turns out that he has a dog named Max, and Max is the one who kind of did it. And Max is played by Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> David would look up who played the dog. It was on IMDb. Okay. They were the they were the third one listed. <laughs> and the Grinch is obviously played by Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. And he, you kind of meet him now. You don't really see him at first. Yeah. You just hear him. I don't know. He's going off about the. It's like, oh, you guys want some quality time with the Grinch? And so he goes down and starts causing some mayhem in town. Yeah, so he goes down in a mask and he has a cloak on and he's he has like a saw in his hand and he's cutting tires off of cars. And, and then he gives the the saw to some little girls and he's like, here's a present. Make be sure, sure to run real be fast. Be sure to run real fast with it. <laughs> And meanwhile, while he's kind of just going around town causing a little bit of mayhem, we meet Cindy Lou Who, who's played by Taylor. Taylor Momsen. Mm -hmm. And her dad, Lou. Lou Lou Who. Lou Lou Who. (laughs) Played by Bill Irwin. They're Christmas shopping. Yeah. And poor little Cindy Lou Who is kind of expressing some... Like, she doesn't feel the same about Christmas as all the other Who's. So he's saying, like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And she's like, yeah, I guess. And she's just basically verbalizing that she's having some struggles and some doubts about what Christmas is really about. Ooh, I just rhymed. (laughs) I'm speaking in rhyme. I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually a rhyme in the book. (laughs) Probably. But yeah, she essentially doesn't understand why everyone's getting all bent out of shape about sales and buying gifts and all that stuff up in a kerfuffle yeah she's like everyone's getting all combobbled yeah so yes while that's happening so then they go to the post office and we see where her dad works yeah and we see the grinch has snuck to the back of the post office and he well even before we get to the post office the teens run into town and they yell that they saw the grinch and we find out that the Two boys are Cindy's brothers. brothers, so they are Lou's sons. And so the mayor comes out, and he's like, we don't talk about the Grinch. Who plays the mayor? Mayor Augustus Mayhew is played by Jeffrey Tambor. I didn't write down who the brothers were. Sorry. Yeah. But I did read a fun fact that one of them shaved off their eyebrows for the filming of the movie because it, it is not that serious. Well, it helped him be in the chair getting his makeup on for less time fuck i'd do it too <laughs> so fuck my eyebrows <laughs> the mayor comes up and lectures lou because he says your sons weren't up there terrorizing the one creature who hates christmas right and then i thought this part was funny because he covers their mouth when they're saying but it was the grinch and he's like no they're just up there playing with matches defacing public property and the mayor goes thank god yeah <laughs> he gets relieved that they're doing that instead of terrorizing the Grinch. Yeah. So then we go to the post office where it's all in a tizzy because everybody's sending their Christmas cards and their presents and everything. And the Grinch is back there. and he's... Well, this is where Cindy kind of learns about the Grinch. And she, her dad mentions like, well, if you look at his mailbox, there's no Christmas cards in or out forever. And it's got like spider webs and all that kind of stuff. Which She's like, it, but why? But why? And they're like, the Grinch, he's more of a, uh, 
she's like a what and he's like yeah exactly he's, he's not a, a what, who's a what who doesn't like christmas yeah yeah and then he gets called out front because they're really busy and so he gets called out front and she kind of the mayor gives her a letter to go put in the sorter the, the sorter and <laughs> i have a hard time yes that. so her dad hands her he says will you take these to the back for me but be careful of the sorter yeah just watch because there's a huge machine that's sorting all the presents and it squashes them to stamp them mm-hmm. but the grinch is back there messing around with letters so he's sending people you know jerry duty jerry duty thanks black, black blackmail <laughs> jerry duty jerry duty he's throwing in all these letters in there yeah. and then he hears her come back there so she, he he goes to hide essentially and she puts the letters back there and she finds his mask because his mask falls on the ground and she, she doesn't think anything of it so yeah she's... she picks it up and then starts to walk away and max sneezes, sneezes. and he goes goes in tight and then she turns around and they scream she screams he screams she screams he screams and then he jumps down and she says you're the 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 he's like the the the, 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 the grinch. grinch and she screams and falls back into the sorter and he goes well that was easy and he starts to walk away and max starts biting at him to go save her and so he goes and saves her and she's like thanks for saving me and then he, he's he, like is that what you think i did well he grabs the mask from her and he goes didn't anyone tell you not to take things that don't belong to you? What are you, some kind of animal? He gets all mad at her and then he walks away and she says, thanks for saving me. And he says, I just wanted to make sure you, were, you weren't you were improperly packaged. And so yeah. he wraps her up like a present and takes yeah. off and goes back home. Yeah. And when her dad finds her, he thinks she's been practicing her Christmas wrapping. But so she doesn't get an opportunity to tell him that she saw the Grinch. Right. So then they go home and they find her mom decorating the house. She has taken every light bulb out of the house to decorate the house with because she's in a rivalry with their neighbor. So Betty Lou Who is played by Molly Shannon. So that's her mom. And then she's in a competition with Martha May Huvier, <laughs> who is played by Christine Baranski. And so she's decorating the house using as many lights as she could find. And then Martha, their neighbor, has like this special <laughs> like light gun cannon thing <laughs> that she uses. That shoots lights at the house. Yeah. And she basically has one-upped Betty already. Yeah. She's that neighbor. Mm-hmm. So and- then we go inside the house and this is where they get prank called, right? Yeah. So they get prank called by... The Grinch, but the Grinch. he says, is your refrigerator running? And Lou says, I think so. And he goes, well, then you better go catch it. And then he hangs up and he looks at Max. And he's like, let's go home. Yeah. So he like flushes himself down the trash chute. And you find out that Mount Crump is where all the trash from Whoville goes. So he yeah. kind of lives in a dump. They have a big button on the trash that says dump it to crump it. So then he goes home and he is getting ready for bed and he's talking about the day and how who's are stupid and he goes but we did get a good scare out of that little girl he thinks he's traumatized her essentially he's really proud of himself (laughs) and then he goes to change he's like really weird in this part because he goes to change behind the screen and out of nowhere just starts barking yeah and this is just jim Jim carrey being jim carrey they basically like put him on the set and they were like go to town yeah and so then he goes to get on his bed to check his voicemail and he doesn't have any messages and then he's all better check the outgoing and it's like 
If you utter so much as one syllable, I'll hunt you down and got you like a fish. If you'd like to fax, press the star key or something. <laughs> so he's just, you know, then he moves to his chair and he's takes his socks off and they kind of scurry away like they're it's kind of gross and then he starts eating a wine bottle yeah just some like glass bottle and he chokes or something and goes excellent it gets like stuck in his tooth yeah he's like excellent yeah he's like max i don't know why i ever leave this place i've got all the company (laughs) i need right here and he starts talking to his echo hello 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 how are, How are you? you? How are you? I asked you first. first. <laughs> oh, that's really mature, saying exactly what I say. And then he goes, I'm an idiot. And his echo says, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fine. I'm just going to whisper so that by the time the sound bounces off the walls and get back to me, I won't be able to hear it. You're an idiot. <laughs> and then he starts eating again. And I told Zach, this is me in a nutshell. <laughs> Am I just eating because I'm bored? <laughs> Did you know the the accent? Because he's like rolling his R's and he kind of has like a little bit of an accent. His accent was based off of Sean Connery. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. It does. I could see it. Once I, once I read that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that now. Yeah. So then he lays down and. And then we cut back to. Cindy Lou Who and yeah. she's singing. She sings that song, Where Are You Christmas? The song's so sad. She's just really it's, This lost. song resonates with me. <laughs> Don't make me cry. <laughs> so the final credits of this movie, it's Faith Hill singing this song. And it's a really good song. But did you know it was written by Mariah Carey? She really is the queen of Christmas. She really is. And if you listen to it, like Faith Hill almost sounds like Mariah Carey at some points when she's singing it. Why didn't Mariah Carey just sing it then? I don't know. Weird. She didn't want to. She's busy. She didn't need to do any more work for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> So then the next day, Cindy decides to set out to find out about the Grinch. Right. She wants to know more. So she starts interviewing people around town and she goes to these two old ladies' houses, which are you here to read to us, little girl? And she's like, no. And so she starts asking them. She's like, I thought you might have a little bit more information about the Grinch. So they tell her how he got there, how all little babies get there. So this was like one of the scenes where I was like, oh, okay, so this was like them putting stuff in there for adults. Cause yeah, because I missed it as a kid. I definitely missed it as a kid when one of the little babies lands on the thing and they're like, oh, the ba- honey, the baby's here. He looks just like your boss. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't register as a kid, but yeah. as an adult, you're like, oh, she cheated on him. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like... But still, where did the Grinch come from? So he ends yeah, up... we don't know. His little basket ends up knocking a baby out of the way and Mm -hmm. so the wind basically knocks that baby maybe the direction the Grinch was supposed to go fuck that baby (laughs) and then he laughs like a little evil sinister laugh (laughs) and that yeah and then he lands in a tree outside of like a Christmas party that's going on Mm -hmm. and he's like stuck outside all night so then these two little old women bring take him in are they lesbians i thought they were sisters or something oh could be that too either way they don't really explain but they take him in and they raise him and so they're showing snippets of him as a baby yeah they're like like, we we knew from the first moment that he was special 
and they go to hand him a, a plate of cookie. cookies yeah. and he says santa and it's his first word and they think he wants to hold the santa plate with the cookies on it but he actually bites santa's head off pretty yeah. much like half of it bites into the plate and goes santa bye bye <laughs> so then cindy's interviewing martha may mm-hmm. and she tells her i didn't really know him that well i was too too busy with my studies but when it goes back and right when it flashes back you see that martha was actually obsessed with him she had a crush on him yeah did you know in this scene where she where cindy is interviewing martha the decorations in her hair are from the angel that he made for her that got broken oh yeah so martha even though she seems to be this like hoity-toity she's actually kind. she's the like one of the kindest ones there Mm -hmm. because she didn't have any bias towards the grinch even back then and then there's a scene later when she when she's like that day when they were so cruel to him or something and she's like crying yeah it's kind of sad then the mayor is talking about how the grinch liked martha and martha was my girlfriend and Mm -hmm. i tried to take him under my wing and so then it flashes back to when they're kids which the mayor was a douche yeah but he was like he he should not have been the bully (laughs) i'm not trying to say anything about it i'm just trying to say yeah he should have been bullied that's what rita's saying (laughs) (laughs) i would have bullied him (laughs) i'm just saying it's not like he was you know cool it's not like he was getting picked first in basketball class, <laughs> basketball class, gym <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah. So, so he tells him, "You don't. Have, you're eight years old, and you don't have a chance with, or you don't have a chance with her. You're eight years old, and you have a beard." Which he doesn't. No, he's got like <laughs> sideburns. Yeah, he's got like crazy hair and sideburns, but he doesn't actually have a beard. If this was gonna be such a big part of the movie, then maybe they should have actually given him a beard. The eight-year-old Grinch is played by Josh Ryan Evans, who sadly passed away two years after this movie was made. Aww. He was 20. Was it his a congenital thing? Yeah, I think so. I didn't look. I, I couldn't find too much to see like what happened, but it seemed like he had some kind of condition that caused him to be really small. Yeah. The mayor then says, you know, he had hair. He shed. Yeah. He was just gross. And so... The teacher is the teacher played by the lady who plays the mom in Just Friends. No. Okay, she kind of sounds like her. Mary Stein. She played Miss Ruhu. So the teacher says, you know, tomorrow's the big event, our big Christmas party. Please bring a special gift for some a special someone, and I want you all to look your best tomorrow. And you can see the Grinch as a kid kind of was cynical about Christmas. He's right. Like, oh. He's drawing stuff about. Like Santa's sleigh <laughs> blowing up and stuff. And then at the end of class, Martha and him meet up and she says, Oh, I just love Christmas. And he rolls his eyes and she's like, I love all the colors like red and green. And she strokes his cheek. And mm-hmm. so then he gets really excited. And the voiceover from the old ladies say, The Christmas spirit just got into him that afternoon. And so he starts, it's a montage of him making a present for Martha May. Right. But still being like, Grinchy about it. <laughs> and grinchy about it. Like I know. He's getting stuff out of the trash. He's stealing. I know. He stuff. goes, Oh, what a lovely family heirloom. And then the next scene's him hitting it with a hammer and breaking, like, it. breaking yeah. it. But he finishes it and he's really excited. He's like, Oh, Martha. Oh, Christmas. I'm so excited to give her this gift. And then he looks at himself in the mayor and he flashes back to the, the mayor. mayor telling him, 
you're eight years old and you have a beard. So and the teacher saying that she wants them all to look their best. So he turns on. There's a clipper. Terrifying looking pair of clippers. <laughs> but why are they there? What were those ladies using it for? Their legs. <laughs> I don't know. How hairy are their legs? I don't know. Anyway, so you see that he's using it. So the next day in class, the teacher, all the kids are there, and the teacher says, has everyone given their gift? And he says, I haven't, and he has a bag over his head, and he hands her the angel he made her, and he says, Merry Christmas, Martha May. And everyone laughs, and the teacher asks why he has the bag on his head, and stupid mare. Mm -hmm. Probably because he's embarrassed by the hideous gift. Yeah. But, but so the she teacher, the teacher's kind of shitty about it too. Yeah, so she asks him to take his mask off or his bag off and then and he like puts a book up. <laughs> she says, "Please put the book down." And then he has his foot up in front of his <laughs> face and she's like, "And your foot." And then it shows that he had cut himself when right, he was he shaving. He had a bunch of like little tissue things on his face from where it cut himself shaving. And the kids yell, "Look at that hack job." And they start laughing at him. So he just loses his shit and is like, Stupid presents, stupid tray, and he's throwing everything. And he picks up the tree and is like, "I hate Christmas." And I like that part with the adults. They're like the anger, the fury, and then Martha May's like the, the muscles. muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and so he throws the tree, and all the kids scatter. And then he he runs out. He looks at Martha, and he runs out. And then she. That's when she tells Cindy. And this is where she's like, yeah, I could barely stand it that day when they were so cruel to him. Mm -hmm. And she shows her crying over the angel that he made for her. And then he climbs up. I like the part where she's interviewing and she's like, did I have a crush on the, Gr the Grinch? Absolutely not. And she's like, I, I didn't, I didn't ask, ask you that. You that. She goes, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but so then it shows the eight-year-old Grinch climbing up the mountain and he stands at the top and he's saying I hate Christmas I hate it and he's like whimpering and crying yeah sad. he's really sad and then it just flashes forward to him and as as an adult standing on this in the same spot and it says so whatever the reason his heart or his shoes he stood outside his cave hating the who's right and so then <laughs> he pulls out a telephone book and he starts reciting alphabetically who he hates hate hate Double hate, loathe, loathe entirely. entirely. <laughs> and then he realizes the who starts singing in town, and he's like, oh, it's their hubilation. Yeah. And so he goes in to his house, and he says, Max, fetch me my sedative. And so he grabs a mallet and says, now to take care of those pesky memories, and he smacks himself in the head to knock himself out. Yeah. And then we're back in town where Cindy Lou Who is, or she's walking out now, and she's... And that was the very last time we saw the Grinch, the very last time. And so she's kind of really sad about it. And she meets up with her dad and they're going to the hubilation and mm -hmm. she warns him. She's like, I might, gonna... I might do something drastic. That's fine. Ask your mother. <laughs> and they all have eggnog on their heads. Yeah, or whatever. She like actually had eggnog in her cup, her cup in her on hair. Her head. Yeah. Yeah. They're dressed all intricately like a picnic yeah. or something. But they go to the Hubilation celebration and they're talking about the cheermeister. Christmas cheermeister. And so it sounds like just based off of the announcement from the mayor that he's won every single year because nobody else nominates anybody else. And so he says, if there are no other nominations and Cindy Lou Who yells out, I nominate the Grinch and everybody flips out. 
And the mayor looks at Lou and goes, you have an altruistic daughter there, Lou. And he calls her up and he tells her that the Book of Who says that the cheermeister, the definition of the cheermeister is somebody, or the term Grinchy applies when Christmas cheer is in short supply. And he's like, that doesn't sound like someone who could be the cheermeister. And she starts quoting the Book of Who back to him. So she says, no matter how different a who may appear, he will always be welcomed with holiday cheer. And everybody's like, aw. And he goes, yes, but it also says the award cannot go to the Grinch because some things get lead pipe cinch. And she's like, you made that up. It doesn't say that. And everyone's looking between the two of them. And he says, no, I assure you it does. And she says, what page? And everyone's like, looking seems at him. To have, I seem to have lost my page. Yeah, and he says, but, but it's in there. And she said, but the book does say the cheermeister is the person who deserves a backslap or a toast and goes to the soul at Christmas who needs it most. And so she says she thinks that soul's the Grinch. And if they're all the who's that she thinks they are, they will too. And so they all start cheering. And the mayor says, all right, well, it doesn't matter. The Grinch will never come down from there. But if he does. Right. And so they start singing their song, you know, bake the fruitcake, egg the knock. And... <laughs> Cindy looks up at the mountain and the Grinch is in there and he's singing the song and then he realizes he's like singing in his it, sleep. Flips out and he's like, must drown them out. And so he starts throwing nails in blenders, which I realized this when I was watching it that he mentions it later that all the Christmas presents come to him in the garbage. Mm -hmm. And so all those blenders were thrown out. Perfectly good <laughs> blenders that he just has collected. But yeah, he's got a monkey that's playing these really loud symbols. Symbols, and he's telling him to play, and you and can jackhammer. Yeah, he's trying everything he can to get the to drown them out. And Cindy's walk, climbing up the mountain to mm -hmm. invite him personally and let him know he won ch holiday cheermeister. Yeah. And so when she finds him, he's <laughs> sticking his head in between the symbols that the monkey's playing, and. She says, excuse me, and he puts his hands in between the symbols and basically kills the toy. Yeah. And he looks at her and goes, hello, little girl, and then just starts trying to scare her. Right. And she's like giggling and laughing, and she's just clearly not scared of him. And I like when he turns to the audience that he breaks the fourth wall. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. And he says, kids these days, so desensitized by two TVs and movies and he goes what do you want and so she starts telling him i came here to invite you to be holiday cheermeister and then he asks her what that is and she explains and he asks her who was anyone disappointed and she said well the mayor wasn't happy and he's like oh no she goes but martha may will be there he's like oh and she'll see me a winner because <laughs> <laughs> she says yeah you'll get a trophy and everything yeah, and he, he says, I don't know if that's that adorable twinkle in your eye, but, or no, he tells her, you know, this has changed my whole outlook on life. And he strings her along for a little bit and then he tells her he's not going to go. Right. And she's like, no, seriously, I myself have, I'm having Yuletide doubts. And he goes, I don't care. He's like, grow up. Like, I'm not going. Right. And she says, please, please, you have to accept the award. And so then he says, you never mentioned an award. And she goes, yeah, with a trophy and everything. And that's when, he says, I don't know if that's a, it's that adorable twinkle in your eye that's changed my whole outlook on life. She's like, really? And he's like, no. And he pulls this thing and sends her down the chute. Yeah. She gets shot out of the thing and she lands in the snow. 
Well, right. she's not there yet because that's when her family finds her and says, come on, it's time to go to the celebration. The Grinch is up there agonizing over the decision to go. And he, right. He's is, like, what if it's a cruel prank? What if it's a cash bar? Yeah. How dare they? <laughs> and so he keeps saying, like, I'll go. And he's like, but I'll be fashionably late. No, yes, no, yes. Definitely not. And he goes, but what would I wear? And so then he starts trying on all these things. And oh, he's like, I can't go. I'm booked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes, the nerve of those who's inviting me down there on such short notice. And he goes through a schedule like 4 o'clock, wallow in self-pity. 4.30, stare into the abyss. 5 o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell, Tell no one. one. <laughs> 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven, wrestle with myself, loathing. I'm booked. <laughs> and then he starts to say, Of course, I could lay in bed and He's stare. Like, but if I book, if I push dinner back to 9 30, then I might still have time to lay and slip slowly into madness. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Yeah, so then he starts trying on clothes and he's it's like it's not a dress it's a kilt sicko <laughs> and then he hears a yodeler outside so he takes the yodeler's costume and then he puts it on he's like mm, ah, mm, Ooh, that's, that's it, it. I'm, I'm not, not going, going. <laughs> and then max starts biting him and basically like barking at him and telling him like he should go and he's like no i'm not gonna go and he goes all right it's decided i'm going and that's that oh I had my fingers crossed and then Max just pulls the lever and sends him down. Yeah. It's like, maybe I should flip a coin. <laughs> so they're at the Hubilation and it's clear the mayor's like, see, the Grinch didn't show. Right. And we should crown the runner up, which is going to be the mayor. And as they're giving the speech for him to accept the award, the Grinch pops out. Yeah. And he gets flung back and forth, kind of like a pin ball machine like a ball in a pinball machine and then he lands right on martha may's breasts right He's like hello martha <laughs> and when he sits up everybody is just staring at him and he's looking at all of them and then he just says boo Ooh. and they all start screaming and he starts shouting for his award and, and the a check yeah and the, the child mentioned a check and she's like no i didn't and he's like where's my award then and the mayor's like, you'll get your award, but first a little family reunion. And so he reunites him with the old ladies. And You're still alive. <laughs> yeah. And they put this Christmas sweater on him that says, I heart Xmas and a little crown. Yeah, like a little flower crown. And then, and then they he... just start playing all these games. And so yeah. he's like, the chair of cheer. And he looks at Cindy Lou Who and he's like, you didn't tell me about the chair of cheer. And she's like, please, Mr. Grinch, please. And so he's getting taken around in the chair of cheer but then he has to try everyone's fudge scene. and then he has Ugh. to try everyone's pudding and then that guy's like this is not pudding and he's like what, what is, is it, it? <laughs> like, spits yeah it's it the pudding first and then i i always thought the fudge scene was funny because then he gets like really aggressive and he's like biting it and stuff he's like oh yeah oh uh -huh. yeah is that, is that all you got, got? <laughs> is that all you got come on and then they're doing the potato sack race and it starts playing the <laughs> yeah. and he's like knocking kids out of the way to win and then he wins and he's like i'm number one i'm number one no child can beat the grinch and he's like ha, 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 i beat you he's yeah. like, so then th th it seems to be going really well for him he's enjoying his time the everyone's having fun with him part yeah. where he's like i think it's time for me to go oh look at the time <laughs> he's like all right and then they keep taking him through the chair of cheer and he starts to get like really sick because of all the treats he's been eating. Yeah. But he's having a ton of fun. People are having fun with him and then they start, they get to the gift giving and the mayor says this, the first one's for the cheermeister and they give him 
a razor. And he says the gift of a Christmas shave and everyone starts laughing. So mm-hmm. everyone's kind of knows what happened to him. Yeah. And then the mayor gives Martha May a car and he proposes. Oh, ring, yeah. And she's kind of looking at it and the Grinch is looking at her and he's getting all pissed. And so it's so stupid because the mayor puts her on this timer to right. make a decision whether she's going to marry him. And she says, these gifts are all extravagant and then that's when the Grinch takes his nail across the car and scratches it and mm-hmm. everyone's ears are bleeding essentially and yeah. he says of course they are and he's like that's what it's always been about right gifts and then he just starts going on this huge rant about how all the gifts that they're that they give every year end up in the trash and they end up up on Mount Crumpet with him yeah and he's like I could hang myself with the number of neckties I get every year yeah and basically talking about like it's all superficial and yeah and he says and it never ends i want golf clubs i want diamonds i want a pony so i could ride around for 10 minutes and then sell it to make glue right he's like this whole christmas season is stupid right and so then he just basically loses it and and then he shaves the mayor's head he shaves the mayor's head he does well what he says is there is one christmas thing that is worth it to me that I find to be very useful. And he goes, mistletoe. And he goes, now pucker up and kiss it, Whoville. And that's when everything starts off. And then he goes and shaves the mayor's head off. And then he starts just damaging everything. He takes this guy's little flask and says, mind if I wet my whistle? And he sets their tree on fire Mm -hmm. in the town square. And he's like, burn, baby, burn. And everyone's just running. He's freaking out and then he tries to get a ride and someone drives past him he's like it's because i'm green isn't it he's just having fun causing mayhem basically and they're all running around and then he he goes home i mean he 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 gets on that little car (laughs) yeah (laughs) steals that little tiny car he's like it's gonna blow (laughs) and yeah everything's on fire and he well, before he leaves, he goes, he laughs at himself because he's so excited that he burned down the tree and then he sees that they have a backup one. So he's like, Ugh. and so he just hits the button and gets sucked back to Mount Crumpet. He goes back up and this is where he finds Max yeah. dancing to Christmas music. And he's like, are you having a holly jolly Christmas? And then he like throws him out. But the mayor lectures Cindy and Lou and he says, I'm hurt and I don't hurt easily. And this is exactly why the Grinch shouldn't be around Christmas. He blames her, even though it was him who set him off. Yeah. It was the mayor's fault. The mayor is actually the true villain in the story. Is this when he says that? I thought he said that at the end and this, and then her dad stands up for him or for her. No, he says it when he's like, I'm hurt Lou and I don't hurt easily. And he goes, can we get back to, to our Christmas season and he puts the cheermeister hat on and he goes Grinchless that's what Mm -hmm. he says and then she looks at her family and she goes I just wanted everybody to be together for Christmas and she's crying yeah but then when he goes back up and he sees Max is dancing to that song that Chris this year Christmas is going to the dogs but then he throws him out into the snow and when he picks him up he goes if you're not gonna help me then you you might as well and then Max has the snow on his face and he gets an idea beard yeah because before he goes inside he He's like, looks at them and sees that they're singing again. And he goes, blast those who's. He goes, they're relentless. Yeah. And then he goes, tomorrow's Christmas. It's practically here. And he says, like, he has to do something to stop it. And when he goes inside to see Max. He's like, I'm even rhyming. Yeah. 
He goes, I must stop this whole thing. But how? I mean, in what way? <laughs> so he gets the idea from Max's snow face to become Santa. Right. And so, ruin Christmas that way. So there's a montage over the song You're Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and shows him building his... Did you know Jim Carrey actually sang this, like, unaccompanied and unedited? It's like, really good. Yeah. He's actually a very talented singer. Yeah, so it shows him making his costume, and he's testing... He's the dummy in the car testing out the, the sleigh. Yeah. And... He makes Max a reindeer. Mm-hmm. And he's so the scene where he's directing Max is actually him making fun of the director, Ron Howard. And Ron Howard liked it so much that he kept it in there. But he <laughs> said that was his that was Jim Carrey making fun of Ron Howard's directing style. And oh, then, that's cute. Yeah. Because he's like, and action. And then Max like knoxes knoxes. <laughs> Max. Neglectable. <laughs> Max <laughs> Max knocks his nose off and he's like, genius, you're rejecting Christmas. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so he makes his whole outfit and gets all dressed up and then he's like spinning in the in the swing. <laughs> yeah, he starts throwing up. <laughs> yeah. He makes his whole thing. Yeah. And then he waits it out for Santa to basically, he goes, the fat boy will be wrapping up any time here. And so he waits until Santa has made all his rounds. And then he goes down into Whoville and starts stealing everything. Before we get into him stealing all the stuff. A word from a sponsor. <laughs> Why don't we? And we're back. Okay. Thanks, Anchor. So the Grinch goes down and. Into Whoville and he steals Whoville. all of the things. I mean, and the narration says he even s- stole all their food and stole all the crumbs that were even too small for a mouse. Mm-hmm. The first house that he enters is actually Cindy's house. And, and she, she comes down because she thinks she's interrupted Santa. And so she tries to tell Santa. Right. She's like, why are you taking our tree? And he makes up a lie about how one of the lights isn't working. So he's going to take it back to the North Pole and fix it up and bring it back. And she's like, well, Santa, what's Christmas really about? And he's like, Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I mean, presents. And she's like, like I was um, afraid you were going to say that. Yeah. And then she, he sends her up with a cup of water. But mm-hmm. before she heads, heads up to bed, she says, Santa, please don't forget about the Grinch. Yeah. She says, I know his hands are clammy and his face is something. Hairy or something like something that. Something like that. But he, I think he's actually kind of sweet. And so she goes upstairs <laughs> to go to bed and he goes... Sweet kid. Badge of a character. character. (laughs) So then he goes to stuff the tree up and he goes to the mayor's house and he makes the mayor kiss Max's butt Mm -hmm. thinking it's Martha and he steals Martha's ring and all those things. And he he steals everything. Yeah. And he takes it back up to Mount Crumpet and he's laughing because he goes any minute now they're going to come out and they're going to find out that all their gifts are gone and they're going to start crying. Mm -hmm. And it does happen. They do feel sad, but then they all kind of come together and start singing. Well, first the mayor blames Cindy Mm -hmm. for everything. She's like, you wanted to bring the Grinch down here and you got him all involved and you riled him all up and got all of our stuff stolen. Are you happy? Are you happy with what you did? And this is a touching scene where her dad is like, if she's not, I am. I'm happy you took our gifts. Right. 
because that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about family and love and cheer. And he's like, and I don't need anything more than what I've got right here. And he hugs his whole family. And Cindy, you can see on her face, she's like, yes, this is Christmas. Like, this is what it's about. Yeah. And all the Who's start getting in line with each other and they start singing right. that song. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the words. And the Grinch hears it up there and he goes, but it came without ribbons. It came without bags. It came without noises and boxes and bags. And then he just goes, well, maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. Right. Maybe Christmas means a little bit more. And then he like falls backwards and his heart starts like growing <laughs> I, I like that. out of his chest. He's like, Max, help me. I'm, I'm feeling. feeling. <laughs> yeah. He had initially planned on throwing all of the Christmas stuff off the edge of Mount Crumpet to destroy it. Right. And the stuff starts to slide down. And so he's like, oh, no, no, no. And so he tries to grab it to save it. <laughs> like and he part. kind of is. He's like, I'm all, I'm feeling all toasty inside. And then he's <laughs> like, come here, Max. And Max runs over and is kissing him. And he's like, stop, stop, stop. Okay. Okay. Cut it out. <laughs> One step at a time. <laughs> but yeah, the the gifts start going down the mountain. And so he goes to try to save them. And he's like, and it's oh. sliding, and he's, and he's like, I just got to give up. And then Cindy Lou Who pops well, he's, up. He's like, it's just presents, right? right? Like they don't care. And then Cindy Lou Who pops up from the top, and she's like, Hi, Mister Grinch. And he goes, Cindy Lou, what are you doing up there? And she's like, I came to see you because nobody should be alone on Christmas. And he's just like, <laughs> and he goes, like he starts to freak out because she's on top of it, and mm -hmm. so he's just like hold on Cindy Lou like I'm gonna I got you and so then like all of a sudden his heart I don't know his heart his feelings just help him lift it <laughs> well I think so I think that this maybe I'm looking too deep into it but I think that it's a nice metaphor that like because he's like oh it's just presents and then Cindy Lou's on top and it's like well this is Christmas it's not just gifts it's right. about other people yeah so he he saves it Right. He, I mean, he, the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> right. And look, that's just good storytelling. It was foreshadowed earlier that he's very strong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he saves her and then they decide they're going to go down to take the presents and they, right. he loses an engine. So the thing is just going crazy down Mount Crumpet. And he loses the brakes too. Yeah. And so. They... I like the part he's like skiing behind and then he like flies around, hits the thing and lands on the front <laughs> and she's like are you okay and he's like are you kidding me the sun is shining and the powder's bitching <laughs> <laughs> i remember as a kid i was like what did he say but he excuse me mr grinch so it looks like this thing is about to take out all the townspeople and so that her dad's trying to get in the way to well block them martha and cindy's mom remember they hold yeah the, they hold start to the hold lights. it and then he's it's funny even she's like daddy move and he goes dad move it <laughs> <laughs> i like the part where martha's to cindy's mom is like oh these lights really go go with your outfit or whatever yeah martha's really nice the yeah. mom's kind of a bitch you know because she's mm, all jelly she's all competitive and stuff but Mar yeah martha martha's showing off too in that yeah. first scene where she's like one-upping her she's got the yeah. like yeah anyways and that chandelier she's like, what did she say practically an antique yeah she's like it's hand handcrafted and over a thousand years old or something like that yeah 
they slow it down. Right. They stop just in time. Literally, Cindy's dad gets pushed into the tree. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Cindy. Yep. And then they see the Grinch and and the the police officer in his police officer pajamas <laughs> <laughs> comes out and he's like, I'm the Grinch who stole Christmas and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then he holds his hands out and he's like, why well, aren't you going to cuff me? Blind me with pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop's like, no. Well, the mayor's like, he's like, what are you waiting for? I'd go with this pepper spray personally. <laughs> and and he's pl- like, he's like, no, I heard him. He said he was sorry. And everything's accounted for. Right. Everything's you know? back. He brought everything back. And so the mayor starts to scoff like, you know, you guys are all basically idiots. Like the Grinch isn't a good guy. Right. And Martha grabs the ring and hands it back to him. Right. Basically says like. She's like, I'm sorry, but my heart belongs to somebody else. And she, she looks, looks at, at the him. Grinch and then he looks behind him and then points at himself. And she's like, mm-hmm. And so he's like super excited, obviously, and freaking out. And then he walks up to the mayor and he's like, holds his hand down. And he's like, no hard feelings. And he <laughs> shakes his head and he's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. He, but the mayor is also not, he's not like, I don't he's know. He's the worst. But he's also, he doesn't go off in the corner and pow. I think like he, right. he's still a part of the singing. and the, So then they all have their Christmas feast at the Grinch's lair. In Mount yeah. Crumpet. Yeah. And the Grinch himself carves the roast beast. And yeah. it's pretty sweet. But they're all, you know, in the circle singing. He's like, anybody want the gizzard? I do. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> but that's mine. Before they go up to have the feast, he's in a circle with all of them and he's singing and he's singing gibberish. He right. doesn't he know doesn't know the words either. <laughs> I can relate. But and that's that's the end. The end. That's it. That's how it ends. This, yeah. Like we said, this one's probably going to be a little short because it's not a super heavy plot, but it's a lot of fun. And it's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey when he was not too overboard. Yeah, I really love this movie. My mom can't stand Jim Carrey, so she doesn't like this movie. <laughs> but Jim Carrey actually spent 92 days in the Grinch makeup. And I read something somewhere. It's not coming up on IMDb for me right now, but I did read somewhere that he said it was akin to being buried alive every time he got his makeup done because he couldn't breathe through the prosthetics on his face, mm. which sounds like a bit of a feat. Yeah. But I also read that the yellow contacts that he wore were very, very uncomfortable and he couldn't wear them for a lot of the filming. So they had to color his eyes in post, mm-hmm. which I hear that all the time about these colored contacts that people have to wear. <laughs> They're just like, like I think um, in Twilight, I think, uh, what's his name? Played Edward. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I heard he was miserable in his contacts. He was just miserable. Yeah, well, he was just even... having a bad bad time. I'm pretty sure everyone that acted in that movie hated it. But the line where he says, 6.30, dinner with me, I can't cancel that again. That was improvised by yeah. Jim Carrey. And then I thought this was interesting when the Grinch goes to pull the sheet off the table to wear it. The silverware is scripted to fall off with a sheet, but Jim pulled it off so perfectly that nothing came off. And so then he went back and ruined the table, which was also not <laughs> scripted. It was supposed to all just fall apart like he was bad at doing it, but he did it well. <laughs> That's cool. That's fun. Because like little things like that add character. Yeah. Okay. I mentioned a lot of mine throughout. 
One of the ones I thought was most interesting was during the 2000 holiday season, a licensing agreement between Universal Studios and the U.S. Postal Service allowed mail to be postmarked Happy Hula Days. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That is cute. And then actually, the original Grinch wasn't green in the book. Oh. He's black and white with some red splotches. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I've only ever known him as green. No, if you actually read the book, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. He's not. I can't read. Oh, well, that's tragic. (laughs) What are you reading your fun facts (laughs) off of? Is somebody Uh, saying them into your ear? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) So much of the movie was actually supposed to be CGI. Max was originally supposed to be a CGI dog, and then they settled on using Kelly. And many of the sets were actually supposed to be CGI. They were going to have just CGI sets all over that they were interacting with. But instead, they built a 30,000 square foot studio. Is that the right word for that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Whoville, essentially, was 30,000 square feet. It was, I think, one of the largest on Universal at the time. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't remember seeing... So they have a Dr. Seuss section at Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember really seeing a Grinch. Oh, I'd be shocked if it wasn't there. The first time he tried on the Grinch makeup, Jim Carrey was so uncomfortable that he kicked a hole in the wall and told Ryan Howard that he couldn't play the role. This is the part. He compared the experience to being buried alive. Yikes. That sounds awful. Which makes it all the more entertaining. I mean, because I'm thinking to that part where he's losing his shit to Cindy and he's like, I'm a psycho. And he's like, run before I kill again. And then he's like, wow. And he's barking at her, and then he's just like, <sighs> and she's like, maybe you need a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like that part where he's like, <laughs> 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 I saw that it was over a thousand man hours to put everybody in costume and makeup because there's a lot of makeup. It's all oh, practical. Yeah. yeah. And then in the original adaptation of The Grinch, his main dislike of Christmas is due to the loud noise and extreme gluttony. However, for this movie, an extensive backstory was created to explain why he hates Christmas. Yeah, they. so the sympathetic backstory that they give him was made specifically for this movie. Mm-hmm. Which I like the backstory. Yeah, it gives him a little bit more character and makes it a lot easier for him to be redeemed in the end. Yeah, like in Wicked. Yeah. I don't know. It's just there's so many fun facts that I don't even know how to choose all of them. But we know that many of the Grinch's lines were ad libbed. (laughs) (laughs) I just found one. It says Jim Carrey would smoke often in order to cope with the stress caused by his intense makeup, which, again, he compared to being buried alive. However, as his suit was covered in flammable yak hair, he had to use a very long cigarette holder Could to you avoid imagine? potential fire hazard. <laughs> I'm literally picturing him like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. So I mentioned this to you, but I we didn't say it in the podcast, but the song sung at the end, Where Are You Christmas, was written by Mariah Carey and sung by Faith Hill, which, like we said, Mariah Carey really is the queen of Christmas. And... If you listen to it, it kind of has, like, it It sounds like a Mariah Carey song. And Faith Hill is an incredibly talented singer, and she can, she sometimes sounds a little like Mariah Carey when, yeah. when singing it. It's just so interesting. I don't know why I thought that artists didn't write songs for other artists. I mean, I know that now, but back yeah. then. The real Santa Claus is shown for a total of five seconds in this movie. The Grinch and Max are the only ones who have seen him since all the Who's are asleep. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
The same song played during the Christmas sack race was in another Jim Carrey movie, Bruce Almighty, when he does the report about the largest cookie and says, cue the cheesy music. Yeah, it's when he's pouring the milk yeah. into the cups. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh my! Like, talk about a Jim Carrey movie I could quote. I could quote that movie. I love that movie so much. And Mount Crumpet is actually 3,000 feet high. So when Cindy Lou Who climbs all the way to the top, I mean, that's... That's quite the hike. And she's not even out of breath when she gets to the top. Due to the time-consuming nature of applying Jim Carrey's Grinch makeup, he arranged to have packages delivered to his dressing room instead of his actual house. Because hmm. he spent so much time away from home. Yeah, so I can't find it right now, but it was talking about how much time Jim Carrey spent in the makeup seat. I know it took him like at least an hour to get out of all of the makeup, but it's been, it took him like two or three hours to get into all of the makeup at the beginning so that's like three or four hours of like just getting ready to work yeah well and all of the whose noses were prosthetics so i'm guessing that all of them couldn't breathe similarly to how he couldn't yeah i'm wondering if it was just unbearable because he also had yak hair on him yeah on top of all the oh here it is as of filming this movie had the largest set at universal studios three thousand square feet sound stage sound (laughs) stage that's hard to say sound stage sound stage sound stage the grinch's dog max has the same name as jim carrey's son in liar liar which is another movie which was released by universal pictures and imagine entertainment cool i feel (laughs) like i i watched so many jim carrey movies growing up liar liar was like on repeat in the summers Did you know that Jack Nicholson was the first choice for the role of the Grinch? Yeah, and he never even got offered the role, though. I don't know. He'd probably be like, Red Rom, Red Rom. Robin Robin Williams was also considered for the role. Mm -hmm. There were a few other people. I think Tim Curry Mm -hmm. was also considered. It's actually just really crazy. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So there were a lot of actors who debuted for the first time in this film, too. I. Taylor Momsen went on to star in Gossip Girl, and then she headlined a band for a while. She's still in a band, yeah. It's yeah, called The so, Pretty Reckless. So it's, it's kind of like a harder, like a rock band. Yeah. So lots of, I think this movie's great. And I was telling David that I saw this meme that said, the Grinch didn't hate Christmas. He hated people, which is fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it speaks to sometimes maybe why I like this movie is because we can get caught up sometimes in the material aspect of Christmas and Mm -hmm. not really the quality time aspect of Christmas. And that's why I think sometimes I get grumpy about it. Yeah. I don't know how much to go into about like (laughs) me and my Christmas woes. I'm not the biggest Christmas fan. As I've said in previous episodes, my mom passed away when I was 15 and Christmas was always like a very big family Mm -hmm. holiday. And so ever since then, it kind of took a lot of the wind out of my sails as far as Christmas goes. I try to spend it with family and friends and stuff as much as I can. Mostly, I just enjoy having some time off of work, Yeah, (laughs) sadly. But I try not to rain on everybody else's parade because I know Christmas is a very big deal for a lot of people. And I'm just hoping that someday when I have a family, like my own family, that I can rediscover the meaning of christmas right now you're just like cindy lou who at the beginning of the movie yeah i was telling rita this where are you christmas is kind of my song for christmas for me personally it's not my favorite christmas song but it does kind of reflect a lot of my thoughts on christmas yeah where she says like did christmas change or just me so yeah 
I was watching a YouTube video a little bit ago where they were talking about, I don't know if this is going to be triggering for anybody, but boomers talking about like <laughs> Christmas went in my day, we would go to the, all the department stores and all this stuff, blah, 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 all that stuff. And they were like, Christmas didn't change. You can still go to the mall. The right. thing is that you grew up yeah. and the sense of wonder and magic that fills the air around Christmas is just a little less whimsical and magical as you get older. And it's sad. It's one of the worst parts about getting older. Yeah, I mean... Wow, that's a really depressing <laughs> note. I don't want to end on that. <laughs> I think it's just really hard. I am so fortunate that our parents made it a point to make Christmas so special for us when we were kids. Yeah. And I see that in my friends and family who do that for their kids now. Yeah. And there are just so many cute traditions that families do with each other. I think as an adult, it's just really hard for me to get behind. Like my dad always makes the joke like, so I buy you a $50 present and you buy me a $50 present. Let's just keep our $50 yeah. and buy what we want. Like, yeah, yeah. And I kind of agree with that. I think that I, I'm much more about quality time and memories. And yeah. And less that's about the, thing the is like materialistic side my, of it. My dad and my sister around this time of year are always like oh well what do you want for christmas and i'm like i don't need anything mm -hmm. i just want to come home and hang out and like especially in 2020 and 2021 yeah i just want to stay at home watch movies spend some quality time eat food and just like relax and spend some quality time with the people that i love that's yeah. what i want that's christmas yeah see you know what christmas is boy yeah well, we're going to be reviewing for next time, Scrooged. Scrooged, Which yeah. is David's choice. <laughs> <laughs> David's it's a actually not a Scrooge, really. We actually no. picked two grumpy ones. You know, kind we picked of. the Grinch and Scrooge. We went kind of thematic. I mean, they're all, that. that's kind of the point of Christmas movies, though, because if you think about it, like we could have picked Jingle all the way, but that's about a guy hunting down a present and then finding out that don't need presents so that's kind of i'm not a pivot yeah. i just wanted a turbo man doll <laughs> don't come after me guys i don't i tried okay Gosh. so yeah that's i mean that's kind of the theme of christmas movies yeah is it being material or something and then discovering the real meaning of christmas yeah so that's what they all are have you seen klaus no oh that one's really good you should watch it the santa claus that one would have been a good one, too. I almost chose it. But then I was like, David's going with Scrooge. I guess I'll do the Grinch. I was trying to make it a theme. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next time. And yeah, enjoy your holiday. Yeah. You know, if you celebrate, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, our next episode will be on the 26th. So Christmas will have already happened. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Chrysler. As Kirkman. Happy crisis. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Welcome, Christmas. Bring your cheer. Where's the milk and cookies? Mm -hmm.